0: Hi friends and welcome to the next small thing podcast. I'm your host Casey Anderson, your coach for thriving with anxiety, holding your hand as you define your spirituality and fall in love with your own personal development. In a world that rewards the constant hustle, we know the beauty in taking it steady and enjoying the ride. This is your sanctuary, your tranquil oasis, where we will explore the seemingly small yet profoundly impactful things that can make a big difference in our journey towards peace, joy and fulfillment. In each episode, we will unravel the secrets of the mind, tap into the power of mindfulness, elevate our wellness and embark on a spiritual journey together. You'll hear from incredible guests and I'll share my own experience navigating this thing called life one small thing today can change your entire life so let's dive in and find out what's next for you hey you guys welcome to this episode of the next small thing podcast thank you so much for being here with me i am actually video recording this episode i don't know if i'm going to post it yet on youtube or instagram or anything but I have admittedly been paying for the video option on the platform I use to distribute my podcast and I just have previously gone to record and been like, oh, I can't really be bothered to do my like hair and makeup to an acceptable uh, level for video. Um, but you know what, I didn't feel ready and I thought I'm just going to do it anyway anyway Um, because really it's just me standing in my own way. So maybe this will end up on YouTube this week, maybe not. We'll see. Eventually that is a goal. I'll get there. Maybe that will be what takes me off. Um, Although I did get an email this week that said my podcast episode is ranking number 249 in Australia in the, like, self-development Um, genre, which is pretty cool. I don't know if it's a real email, but I'm going to go with it anyway. And I have no, like, I don't know how to verify if it's real or not. So you know what? I'm number 249 in Australia. How freaking cool is that? Number one, here we come. Um, This week before I get into our topic, the next small thing we're going to be working on, I wanted to address something in personal development because it's been really resonating for me recently, and I know well a lot of what I talk about is what I've been through here, right? So it's probably likely for other people. No, it definitely is. Whether that's you, we will see. So when you enter the personal development space and you start to like notice how good your life can be when you invest in yourself, I can guarantee you are going to be overwhelmed by the amount of things people are telling you you should be doing. And maybe you start following people on social media or you get email alerts from different coaches, businesses, things you've bought in regards to your health and wellness. Or maybe it's just like you, what you hear from friends about what they're doing, whatever it is, we're constantly given different, different things we should be doing. And should, again, it has that that implication that like it's something we know we ought to be doing because it's good for us but we don't really want to like it's this yeah we feel we need to be however there's a lot of resistance in it and it doesn't it feels icky almost so I want to remind you that what your journey is is going to be it's going to be different from anyone around you from you whatever these businesses or these people are trying to sell you and you have to remember that these people are trying to sell you things a lot of the time and that's why they're going to be telling you that their thing is the one thing to be doing or this is the top five things you need to be doing to see results they're trying to sell to you what they're offering might be really amazing and it might be exactly what you may need but it might not be there might be something better for you out there and also like we know There's just, there is so much out there. That's why this podcast is called The Next Small Thing because it's about small changes we can be doing. If you go in and try to overhaul your entire life and make all these big changes, it's not going to work. You're going to get burnt out or you're going to resent the process. You're not going to have fun and you're not going to stick to these habits and eventually it ends up in this cycle where you try all these things and it lasts, I don't know, a few days, a week, a month. And then you go back right where you started because it's not sustainable to implement all these changes at once. So you have to be really self-aware and really like firm and disciplined in what you choose to take in and see like, yeah, work out what feels good for you and what works and know that it's okay that if this these are the top five things that worked for one person, like it's okay if they don't work for you. Only you can decide that, though. So, yeah, I hope that resonates. I guess as well when you're seeing all this stuff and you feel overwhelmed with information, like a lot of the time it is stuff you know or like you've heard before it works. But are you, I guess there's this thing we're still not doing it even though we have been told time and time again it works. Like maybe that thing is exercise for you or maybe it's changing your job or flossing every day but we still don't do it even though we know how good it is for us and just know that's completely normal as well Uh, whatever we're doing there is some gain we are getting in that behavior so even if that's sitting at home on the couch instead of getting up and going for a walk or to the gym that behavior is comfortable for you and it's familiar so your subconscious mind is going to choose that over the more difficult thing of trying something new there might be other blocks there might be other things going on there for you depending what it is that's when a coach becomes really helpful uh, in identifying what it is and what that secondary gain you're getting from staying there and how to overcome it as well and yes these things are all things you can do by yourself through trial and error trying different things testing out how routines can work for you i keep mentioning a coach yes i am a coach okay obviously like I feel coaching is very valuable but what a coach does is a coach is separate to you and all the emotion around what you're going through so it can come in with a more like a more well-rounded approach without the bias of your own mind getting in the way and that's a huge thing uh it stops you getting in your own way also when you have a a financial investment into something, you are so much more likely to follow through with whatever it is. So, in coaching, it's very forward-thinking, goal-based. What do you want for yourself, and how can we get there? There's lots of action steps. If you had decided to make those changes on your own, okay, yeah, you might stick to them, but there's a very good chance you will not. How many times have you signed up for something free and not gone because you don't have that financial like skin in the game? So you're not really losing anything when you don't do it. But when you've invested in a coach, you turn up to the sessions, you do the homework because you have invested financially and you really want to make a change. And when you have someone in your corner too, like a coach cheering you on, telling you can do it, telling you they've been where you are and they've got through the other side, that is so motivating and the the accountability. Also the tools coaches have to, to get you through like maybe they've worked it out on their own But I guarantee it's taken them years, years to get where they are. And they're essentially giving you the formula to get there in a much shorter time frame. So if you see in the personal development field like quantum leaping, that's kind of what that is. It's helping you get to where you want to be much quicker than if you were to just do it by yourself without investing any financial input into the game. So that's my little spiel on getting a coach, but that can also look like paying for a gym membership or a personal trainer rather than doing it yourself or like your nutrition plan or um, a career counsellor if you want to change jobs or a therapist to get through what's going on, some past trauma that's holding you back or a yoga teacher. There's so many different things that can look like. There's a reason this stuff is all, it all costs money. Is because there's value in it. There's more value than the stuff you can find for free. Yes, the free stuff's out there, and there is so much gold in that that I highly recommend you you look like look for dig deep on what works for you um, because a lot of people do give away so many valuable things for free. However, that level compared to what you when you start paying is yeah, it's a big jump, and it is. If what you want for yourself is a great, uh, like a greater mindset, more self-love, acceptance, greater fitness, like a higher-paying job, there are financial investments you can make that will have great, great payoffs for you, and I can guarantee will be worth it in so many ways. So yeah, that ended up in a longer little tidbit than I am used to. the intro to the episode, but hopefully there was some value in there for you. I It's kind of weird looking at myself in the camera. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. (laughs) Um, But alas, let's jump into this episode, which is about the fear of judgment. And this is something I have been talking about with a few clients recently. So I wanted to kind of address what the fear of judgment is, why we have it, because a lot of us do. And some sort of things that will hopefully help you overcome your fear of judgment as well as what to do when we notice that fear of judgment coming in a fear of judgment might be self-explanatory to some maybe it's not but it's basically the fear that others will judge us negatively based on how we look or the things we say or the things we do and they might make us feel incompetent unworthy Weird, unintelligent. When others judge us, often we feel feelings of shame, rejection, that we're not good enough. Lots of really negative things. And it can feel really heavy. Obviously, these are really big feelings and they stay in our bodies and we carry them with us if we don't know how to work through them. So the fear of judgment can also cause us to stay stuck or living a life that's not aligned to who we want to be. And this is because it might hold us back from saying something or doing something that we really want to do, but we are so caught up in thinking what someone else might think of us that instead we decide it's safer to just stay quiet, keep doing what we're doing, stay sitting on the couch instead of going after our dreams because it's, it's safer. And why does this happen? Well, there's a few different reasons and yeah, but just like anything when it comes to a mindset, like we're human, we're complicated, it's gonna be different. But a lot of the time, this fear of judgment is because we are social animals who create who crave community and connection to others. Like in ancient times this had a survival purpose. We were safer together. We wanted to stay in a tribe to be able to hunt and distribute jobs and Um, contribute to the population, like it was literally safer to be be with other people, and if we were judged by others and felt that rejection, it was literally, it could be detrimental to our survival. And then when we're kids, we also need other people to keep us safe. We are obviously not able to look after ourselves when we're young, and we need adults or people around us feeding us, giving us things, and then, of course, we need the love and the like teachings you get from being social as well. So we really want other people to like us or like us to keep us safe. Then we pair that with now social media where we spend hours a day, a lot of us, looking at what other people are doing and I'm going to say judging them on their lives and their choices and what they're doing and then judging ourselves based on what we think is the right thing for someone to be doing or the good thing or whatever there's a lot that our brains can kind of go to when we start to see like highlight reels and again I emphasize these are highlight reels we're typically seeing but it's still true in our brain we see we see other people, like, I don't know, maybe they're at the beach every day, spending lots of money on like eating out and travel, and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so su- successful. They must be like, they're living their dream life. They don't have to go to work. How are they affording this? Am I doing something wrong? Maybe someone bought a house, and you're like, well, I'm never going to be able to afford a mortgage. Like, what is wrong with me? I'm not, I'm not successful. I'm not worthy. We then spiral right. There's um, a lot going on in our society that makes us feel judgment from others and also causes us to judge others. I also think school has some element of comparing ourselves to others and judging others or judging ourselves when we don't perform as well as our peers. I remember in year 12, so my final year in high school, I was in math class and whenever we had a test... We would get our results on a piece of paper, and it would also have your ranking out of the class. So there was only like I don't know, eighteen of us or something in the class, but it would say like one out of eighteen or five out of eighteen, and that is where you ranked in regards to everyone else in the class. So, and this might this is going to sound like oh I don't know if I should say this now because I was number one a lot of the time at the start of the year, and. Later in the year, I we got our test results back and I was a number two and I was like, are you kidding me? I am not number one in the class anymore. And, like, we'd all then talk about where you were ranked and we'd know who was where in the class. Who was that helping? Like, even as number one, look at how I reacted when I wasn't anymore. And there were then feelings of, like, inadequacy when I wasn't at the top whether that performed whether that made me perform better later I don't know I don't really remember but like how that doesn't help anyone and it's the same with like sport classes and I'm not saying like we shouldn't have like races and things like that but I do think there's some something going on in that that does contribute to this judgment of ourselves and other people when we don't and then we don't feel like we're enough or we feel like we're not as good as someone else it is a very strong belief of mine now that the only person I'm in a race against is myself and that's a good mindset to have because there's always going to be someone out there better faster not better oh god <laughs> look at me but like there's going to be someone faster smarter further ahead than where you are that's okay that doesn't mean you shouldn't give it a go it's like we're all different we're all on our own journeys and Yeah, when you are comparing yourselves to other people, you're always going to lose. It's when we turn inward and we start challenging ourselves, our own mindset, we realize we win every time because all we can do is be a little bit better than we were yesterday. And that's an actual, it's attainable, it's achievable, it makes us feel good and it makes us realize it doesn't really matter what anyone else is doing. We're here, we're here to work on ourselves and then like greater connection and stuff comes with that too. So coming back to where does that fear of judgment come from? Maybe it is something that has happened to you in your past or in your childhood that is now influencing your current beliefs around whatever's going on for you. So if you feel like someone's judging you on your intelligence, maybe it's something that happened in high school, like you were told what you were ranked in your class. I don't know where that came from. Just kidding, obviously. But <laughs> um there there can be that negative those negative defining moments in our past that are now influencing your current beliefs. And I will get to one of other ways we can work on that later. But to put a long story short, we all want to belong. We're social humans, we crave connection and relationships with others, and it's one of the most meaningful things we can have in our lives, I do believe but judgment threatens our belonging. So of course that's really scary. And yeah. So what might this look like if you, if you have a fear of judgment? Well, perhaps you are looking to other people for approval or recognition or validation. And when you don't get it, you do feel those feelings of shame or rejection, like you're not good enough. And then this can lead to feelings of self-doubt and a lot of negative self-talk, like, oh, my God, why don't they like me? What have I done? I suck at my job or I say stupid things or I'm such an idiot. Like there's all this really negative self-talk we can have to ourselves when we are worrying what others think about us if they're judging us. And there can be an aspect of people-pleasing in there too. So we want to keep other people happy because we believe that makes us worthy. However, what that means is we forget what's important to us or we don't maybe we don't even know what's important to us because we've spent so long trying to keep other people happy saying yes when they want us to rather than doing what is actually best for us so in many cases what we're doing is we're giving our power away and we're basically saying your judgment of me or your approval of me is more important than my approval of ourselves. and when we spend this energy and this time worrying about it, it takes away from what is really important, which is coming home to ourselves and realising we actually get to decide when we feel worthy or when we approve of ourselves or love ourselves. And when we do, it removes the heaviness of other people approving of us because we realise it doesn't actually matter. When you love and accept yourself, the opinions of others have less of an effect on you. They just kind of roll off because you know know you're worthy, you know you're unique, you are at peace with who you are and no one's going to take that away from you. And trust me, that feels way better than constantly questioning whether someone else is approving of you or not. And I would even challenge you to ask like do these people even matter because I know personally a big portion of last year – I spent a lot of my time at work wondering why a specific person there didn't like me. And I cried about it. I thought about it at home. Like I I bought it home and into my personal life. I wondered what I was doing to make them not like me, how I could be different. I tried talking about different things. I tried not talking as much. I tried going out of my way, buying them coffee, like all of these things. And then, you know, what I realized, and I did come to this realization with the help of a coach, uh, cause I was getting nowhere by myself, uh, just so caught up in the emotions. I realized I don't even care if this person doesn't like me because this person doesn't align with a lot of what I want for myself. So yes, we have things in common and like now we can get along at work just fine, but who I am as a person just isn't really who they are and we clash and that's fine. I couldn't see that at the time because I had a need to approve for others to approve of me. And I was putting my worth in their hands and it felt like shit. Now having worked on like that need for approval and instead coming to a place of self love and acceptance, I can walk into work, not care if they treat me poorly or say something or I hear they said something about my back. Like it doesn't matter anymore because I am so true to myself. I know who I am. I know what's important to me and I know what relationships I want to have. They, don't, they can't hurt me anymore. I took that power back. So maybe that resonates in something that's going on in your life where you have noticed you've been giving your power away or spending a lot of energy wondering what they think of you, why they don't like you yeah get clear on your own yeah like your own self-worth your own acceptance your self-love and I can guarantee that's gonna it's, it's gonna take a lot less of your energy away from what truly matters some things to remember about judgment from others no matter what you are going to be judged by other people unless you do just sit on your house and like I'm um, sitting in on your house I mean maybe you sit up on your roof and like whatever but like If you just sit at home and never do anything with your life, maybe people won't judge you. They probably still will because you can't actually just do that. You need to go to work and stuff. But you, yeah, you can't stop judgment from other people. People, and yes, I'm saying like we can work on judgment and stuff, but it doesn't ever really go away because we're human. You're going to be judged by someone else and you can't control what people think you or what they think about you. You can only choose to let it go and focus on yourself and use that energy elsewhere. And when someone is judging you and this, like it comes back to ourselves as well. When someone judges you, it is more likely, no, you know what it is, It is based on their own insecurities about themselves and they are just projecting them onto you. Remember that everything we see in our world is a projection of what is within ourselves. So you, by believing that, you wouldn't actually, you wouldn't see something that you aren't aware of within yourself, and then if you didn't see it, you couldn't. If you didn't see it in yourself, you couldn't see it in other people. That was a really weird way of putting it. But when people are happy with themselves, they won't place judgment on other people or things external to them because they understand it doesn't matter to them. Like when, when you are at peace with yourself, what other people do, it doesn't really affect you and you just want other people to love and accept themselves as well and have the best life they can and you're so busy in your own world doing your own thing, keeping true to yourself that you just let what happens go. It doesn't have that huge emotional weight as if you were someone or if you had insecurities that were eating you up. Um know that you will never be criticized by someone doing more than you, only someone doing less. And I absolutely love that quote. I can't remember where it came from because it's just like it's been in my brain for so long now. But when you're working on yourself and happiness and gratitude, again, you want that for other people. You don't want to take other people down because you know bringing other people down, it doesn't help you at all, it doesn't help anyone. So you just don't do it. Like, does that make sense? If someone is criticizing you or placing judgment on you, it is actually about the insecurities within themselves and they're trying to bring you down to their level and make themselves feel better. Maybe you're the person judging someone else and that can sound really harsh and triggering and we might want to disagree with that fact, but when you are judging someone else it is about it is about an insecurity within you and it is a way to try to make ourselves feel better about it by i don't know maybe they've got something going on about them that brings them down and then we think it lifts us up but it really doesn't it's like a it's like a false sense of what's the word false sense of making us feel better because I can't think of another word. Um, But it doesn't work. In, In reality, it just makes us feel even worse because, again, our subconscious mind, all it hears is things about us. So we can be talking about someone else. However, our subconscious mind is hearing that information. It can only think in terms of self. So it believes whatever you're saying is about you. And then that becomes a belief and it makes you feel worse. Like it's a really negative cycle that when we become aware of it, we can stop it before it does spiral. And, yes, if you start to notice this is happening for you, it's okay. Don't judge yourself for it. Know it was serving you at one point. But now we know better, okay? We can choose better. When you notice that judgment coming up, you can say, hang on, is this a thought that is really helping me? Or can I choose a more empowering thought at this time? And the more you choose thoughts over time, then they become beliefs and then you have that new belief and in, I don't know, six months, a year, you notice you aren't quick to judge someone else because you've chosen new thoughts. So, yes, it takes time and it can feel more pronounced over the next coming weeks once it's been brought to your attention. But that's good. It means we can change it. So, Don't judge yourself for it. Know it was there for a reason, but if you want to, you have the power to change it now. And we need to remember as well, like we, along with everyone else in this world, we are only human beings. We're going to make mistakes. We aren't perfect. We have flaws. We have imperfections. We have these programs that aren't necessarily constructive all the time, like this judgment. Again, it was there to keep us safe. Yes, we can work on it. Maybe some people won't. We are all imperfect. So when other people are judging us, yeah, if we can just remember they are are a human with their own imperfections and different beliefs about the world, and I am a human with imperfections and my own beliefs about the world, and that's okay. Like it really is a gift to accept that we are all imperfect and going to make mistakes because we're less likely to be held back by – wanting perfectionism. If you want everything to be perfect before you do something or change something or say something, you're never going to – oh, sorry, I hit the microphone. You're never going to get anywhere because we're so worried about what will happen when something is not perfect. But nothing is ever perfect. So, yeah, embrace it. It's okay. We're human. God, like I i have mentioned on the podcast before, I made a huge mistake recently. Still not ready to talk about it. I'm hoping I will be one day but a huge part in overcoming that situation and the feelings I had from what I had done and realising what I did and how it uh, hurt other people, a huge part of that was understanding I'm only a human being and I make mistakes and it's okay. It doesn't make me less worthy. It doesn't make me a bad coach, bad friend, a bad partner. It just means... I, yeah I made a mistake can learn from it and grow and use the criticism I got as a way to way to learn and like see where I need to improve um, yeah perfect so another thing to remember which is something I say so often when talking to clients and I tell myself when um, I notice feelings or spirals come up, about other people and what they think of me. People are too busy worrying about themselves to care about what you're doing most of the time. (laughs) And they might think a certain thing about you. They might say something to your face behind your back. Uh, Maybe they do. And it is so often just a fleeting thought that has really no, like nothing huge in the grand scheme of things because sooner or later they're going to be back to worrying about their own issues and beliefs and things going on in their own head. Um, yeah. Maybe you notice you had some judgment about someone Oh, well, recently. Think about how long that lasted in your mind compared to how long you spend thinking about things that you have done or said, like, and it's the same with like going to the gym. We when we've not been to the gym before perhaps we're afraid to go because we think other people will judge us if we don't know what we're doing or they're going to be looking at us or like what if I wear the wrong thing or I don't know don't wipe down a piece of equipment like people are so caught, focused on what they are doing at the gym and in life that they don't give a fuck what you're doing most of the time and that is kind of reassuring I think um Yeah, you might worry about something you said a year ago, ten years ago. That sounds probably funny for some people, but, like, I have definitely been guilty of that. I can guarantee the people you are with don't remember it at all because they're thinking about what they did ten years ago that was maybe a bit silly or they thought it was. Like, people are their own main characters in their lives and you are... Maybe a big character, maybe just a very quick scene without uh, many lines, but that was a poor metaphor because I hadn't planned it. But, yeah, people are too busy worrying about themselves and they don't care what you're doing a lot of the time. So when you start to think over and over about whether that thing you said was dumb or what, are, the, like, are they judging you for it, they probably didn't even notice. They were thinking about what they were going to say next or whatever. It's actually alarming how how often we're in conversation and people have stopped listening to what we're saying and are just formulating their response already. So you could still be talking, but they have they have decided they're going to reply with this thing and aren't listening to you anymore. It's kind of funny. When you notice that, you can be in conversation and notice that you've said three things after X and all they address is X because they were like, oh, cool, I'm going to reply to that and stop listening to you. Humans are so amazing. I love it. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I'm feeling a bit silly and getting off track. Um, What to do when we notice that fear of judgment? A really great thing, I think, is when we start to judge ourselves or, yeah, yeah, think we said something stupid or we did something stupid, ask yourself if you judge a friend or a loved one as harshly as you're judging yourself. We are so hard on ourselves. Like we are, we are our own worst critic and we have this perfectionism, this need to fit in and that spiral in our head starts to become clouded with emotion and fear and all these other really good, but not actually good things. So would it, when you notice this coming up, would you judge a friend who was telling you they had done this thing? Would you judge them that harshly? And if you wouldn't, maybe release some of that judgment on yourself and remember you're only human, you're not perfect. Maybe you did make a mistake, it's okay. The the world will keep spinning just as it has been. Now you know better but go, go easy on yourself, don't beat yourself up and catch that voice in your head when it starts to spiral, thinking about what others are saying about you, what they feel about you, what they're judging you for. Replace it with something more positive. It will, over time, become a new belief. And if this seems a bit overwhelming, it's something a mindset coach can help you with or even therapy, a counsellor, journaling, like becoming aware of the patterns going on in our heads, what they're saying to us, uh, identifying where they came from and replacing it with a more empowering belief. It will really help that voice in your head stop the we stop a spiral, it tends to go on when we start to worry. Uh, because, again, we when we start to worry and we get in that fear, our sympathetic nervous system is going to be activated. We go into fight or flight. We can't think as well, right? So, you, yeah, your brain starts telling you all these things to try to keep you safe. You start to, like, tense up. You start, like, breathing heavily. It's not really – well, it's not – it used to be helpful when we needed to, we needed that like awareness and change in our body to run from predators. We don't need it when it's just somewhat, we think someone's saying something about us or thinking something about us. However, it still happens. So when we can stop that spiral and stop that, that reaction to go into fight or flight, we're going to feel so much better. And the, yeah, we're not going to have that strong reaction. Um, Improving your relationship with yourself is going to be huge in releasing a fear of judgment. I said it at the start of the episode. When you love yourself, when you decide your self-worth, no one can take that away from you and you can be reminded when people are judging you that you are acting in alignment with who you want to be. You're following your dreams. You are saying what you want to say being exactly who you are and you recognize that's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea. It's actually quite freeing when you accept that you're not gonna get on with everyone. You can be as your best the best version of yourself and you're still not going to align with everyone out there. You don't need to be. Can you imagine if you were friends with and got along with every single person in your life? Like you'd have no energy for anything else. When you – you'd also find yourself in a lot of conversations and activities you don't want to be doing because we don't have the same interests and passions as other people. When you accept you're not going to get on with everyone, you have the maximum amount of space and – oh, I hit the microphone again. Um, You have the most amount of space and energy for – people who have the same passions, have the same values. Your relationships are going to be better. They're going to feel better. They're going to light you up rather than bring you down. You're going to talk about things you actually enjoy rather than complain about things or argue about things you don't agree on. Like it actually is, it is really freeing to not, be out there trying to impress everyone. You get to spend more time being who you want to be and being around people who you actually enjoy being around. Um, I know there's people out there that you don't enjoy being around, and there's a reason for that. Let them do their own thing. You do yours. You find your people. And yeah, stop trying to be everyone's cup of tea because when we do that, we give up what makes us happy, we give up our control. And we start to decide for ourselves what we want and what we want our lives to look like. And we really do get to have the life we want when we start to make these choices. So another thing we can be doing is asking ourselves different questions. And this is a huge part of coaching or therapy is changing the questions you ask yourself. But in terms of a fear of judgment, instead of asking yourself, oh, my gosh, what will they think or... And what, what are they saying about me or do they like me? Ask how you feel about something or what do you want from a situation or is this true to who I am? And if it's not, let it go. It's not yours anymore. Start asking what what do what could I say here if there was no fear of judgment? Or what would I do if I wasn't if I wasn't worried about what other people were thinking of me? just little tiny shifts we can be making that have huge, huge result in just showing our brain there are other options than what we've previously been telling ourselves. And because this is a fear and it has that, like that anxiety attached to it, that tension that then comes in our body, that heavy breathing or that chronic stress when we are frequently experiencing fear of judgment, of course, again, I'm going to mention meditation and mindfulness and breathing techniques. Um, so by doing these, we're training we're training the mind and the nervous system to slow down and get out of that fight or flight, get out of that constant spiral of negative self-talk or worry um, that's taking us out of the present moment or making us feel like heaviness, difficulty in our body. Um, when we spend time in silence, mindfulness, we, well, one, The we are literally slowing down our nervous system, so activating our parasympathetic parasymp- nervous system, that rest and digest, feelings of relaxation. So we are addressing the tension in our body and letting it go, allowing, like, emotions to move through us, and we quieten down that voice in our head. So it's not as... It doesn't feel as loud or overpowering or all-consuming when it happens. It we can see it, we notice it, but we let it go as quickly as it comes in, and we don't we don't hold on to it and let it ruin our day or overwhelm us. Um, and it's before practicing these things. It's so easy for something as simple as a situation happening at work where you think, oh my God, do they not like me or are they judging me? It's so easy for that to overtake us and overwhelm us because we are so on edge all the time. We haven't addressed our dysregulated nervous system. We aren't aware of our mindset and how it works. So, we just immediately go to that, oh, my God, that freak out about what's going on and judging ourselves and then shame and guilt and sadness and anger. Um, When we start to practice meditation and mindfulness and breathing, yoga, all the things, but not all of them at once, remember. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we are are just more relaxed and able to handle whatever comes our way throughout the day-to-day. And it takes time, it really does, but it is worth it. Um, more on, like, loving yourself, accepting yourself, being true to yourself. Discover what your strengths and passions are and just be accepting of the facts that they're not going to align with everyone and there are weaknesses in there too. Like, we all have them. Um, yeah, it's it's part of being human and when you're aware of what your strengths are, it's easier to accept the weaknesses because you're like, okay, well, I might not be the best at that, but I do have these other really amazing qualities that make me who I am and I am I am perfectly imperfect as I am. So uh, we also want to start with small acts of being vulnerable or like showing courage in the face of judgment. So you might start with saying where you want to eat for dinner instead of saying I don't mind or deciding what you want to do with a friend or for a date. Maybe speaking up in a meeting at work where previously you would have stayed silent, uh, telling your partner something new you want to try in bed that you've previously been too nervous to ask for, Uh, you'll quickly notice that you'll find more confidence. It'll be easier to do these acts of vulnerability. That's a weird It'll be easier to be vulnerable or show courage even when there is that fear of judgment because uh, the judgment isn't going to – the fear of judgment isn't going to go away completely and it's not going to go away right away. You have to make changes in the face of it, if that makes sense, and then you'll realize it's not this it's not this like thing that's threatening your safety. It feels like it is. I, I can identify that, but it'll be okay. And it just just try these little things, and yeah, I can guarantee you're gonna have better connections with people. You're gonna have more feelings of self-love. You'll be more decisive. You'll have more time to do what you want to do. You'll see, like you'll be fine, performing, performing better at work. Um, all through being brave, being vulnerable, and being yourself. And because it is so much about like what's going on within us, this fear of judgment, notice when you are judging others and what could be, what is triggering you about that situation that is actually going on within yourself. So when I at work was thinking like spending so much time worrying about what this other person was thinking about me and if they liked me, what that actually was showing me is that I didn't like myself in a lot of ways. I wasn't feeling comfortable in myself, comfortable with who I am, not sure of myself. By doing the work within me, then thinking about me, like it doesn't bother me anymore because I I am true to myself and I I like myself now. So it doesn't matter if someone else likes me. That's just one example of what could be going on. Um, Journaling is going to be a huge tool here in helping you notice when you do feel judgment or when you tend to judge others. Then you can identify those patterns uh, and what they might mean for you and how you can change your beliefs that are going on there. Or maybe you journal about when you notice you've been holding yourself back from being who you want to be or letting someone else make the decision for you. You can see those patterns and notice maybe it's time to, to evaluate what's going on there, what's triggering you. And there's you can do shadow work here, mindset work, hypnosis, There can be other things you can do by yourself as well, but this is where a coach is really going to help you or a therapist um, help you go through what's going on and use it to to transform the beliefs in your subconscious. And then, yeah, that will change your life going forward too. Know that some criticism and some judgment is necessary. So at work we might be given feedback that, is seen as criticism, but it's going to help us perform better in our role. It is when judgment is or criticism is repeatedly unhelpful or when it's personal and like, it's not something we can actually change about our performance. For example, if you are repeatedly getting unhelpful criticism, Or just like personal attacks of some sort, it's going to be time to place some boundaries with this person or maybe remove them from your life. And I know that can be hard when it's work or something, but there's no need for unhelpful criticism and it doesn't, yeah, it's not helping anyone, obviously, it's unhelpful. So know that 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 must be really hard. I can completely acknowledge that, but it's time to, if that person is going to be, horrible and unhelpful for no reason, then it's time to set some boundaries with them or maybe get rid of them altogether if you can. And if you feel like you can't have a conversation with someone who can maybe help or give some input about what to do. Um, Focus less on the external validation from others and, again, being your own cheerleader. So a lot of the things here have a common thread of that relationship with ourselves, how we talk to ourselves and acting out of our own values and our own Mm, like our own high self. Um, and then it's not going to matter so much about what others think about you. And I just wanted to add on lastly, it kind of goes back to like how we train our mind and our nervous system to slow down, but movement is going to help because it does release the tension and stress we hold in our bodies. So it gets us out of that fight or flight and that immediate like threat to our lives when someone is judging us and we think, Oh my God, this is the end of the world. What am I going to do? It p- allows you to come back to a more rational um, sense, more relaxed. Things are going to worry you a lot less. You are going to feel better about yourself and therefore less about other people. And you're going to be more open-minded and curious. So that is everything for today. I hope that gives you a little bit more knowledge about where fear judgment comes from and what to do about it and also some things to remember when you notice that coming up again it's going to be present for a lot of people and take a lot of time to work on but that's okay it's all about little small steps we can take uh, and no, it's going to be a journey no you're not human Absolutely. oh my god no no you are human you're not perfect. No one is. That's okay. Let's release this need to be perfect and, and normalize being an imperfect human who makes mistakes and has flaws and is just amazing. Exactly as they are. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next week. Bye. I want to give you my biggest thanks for spending your time with me. If you would like to join me on a journey of small things towards life-changing transformation, Please take just a moment to follow this podcast on your preferred platform and leave a five-star review. It would mean so, so much to me. I am so excited to continue to grow this podcast and to join you on your own mindset, wellness, and spiritual path. Your support is so valuable in helping me spread the word. You can find me on my socials, links in the description. Talk soon.